0: Last Friday, we heard some good news and not, some so, not so much good news from the Department of Labor. It seems the unemployment rate is down. They're saying we lost about 20 million people during the early days of the pandemic, and it looks like we got back about 11 million of those jobs. So we're headed in the right direction, still not perfect. One of the things, and the reason I'm bringing that up, because every little victory you have to appreciate. You could look at it like, "Hey, we're still ten million dollars down, ten million jobs down," and I, I think those numbers are even worse. I don't think we get the real numbers, but let's just take that for the sake of this conversation. You could be that's terrible, or you could say, "Hey, listen, we made back eleven million jobs and look at the positive." And when you're looking for a new job, when you're trying to advance in your career, you really want to find any little victory and celebrate it because Lord knows there's enough negativity that you don't need to add on to it. So you might as well look at it from the framework of, hey, what's the positive? Now here is, I'm going to completely contradict myself. Here's the negative that's attached to it. And this is a challenge, but we're going to work on it. We're going to try to improve it. The challenge is this. Long-term unemployment is, is persistent and not going away. People who've been long-term unemployment, and the government has an official designation for that's 27 weeks or longer. They say 27 weeks or longer, you're in between roles, that's deemed long-term unemployment. And about a third of the people, more than a third of the people who are out of work are long-term unemployed. So that shows that it's hard and harder to get a new role the longer you're out of work. It's a sobering statistic, and I'm not really crazy and happy that I'm bringing it to your attention, but one part I'm hoping to do is for those who who fit this description, who fall within this coverage, to know it's just not you. Because I know when you're looking for a job, the toughest part is you start thinking, hey, this is only happening to me. It's not happening to other people and you feel really bad, you withdraw, you feel embarrassed, a little bit of shame, a little bit of guilt, a lot of anger, a lot of resentment, a lot of bitterness towards maybe your company, like, why did you let me go when I was doing really well, and there are other people who weren't? You know, why'd you let me go, and meanwhile, the CEO is getting a multi-million dollar bonus? So it's easy to get these anger, these feelings bubbling up. It's completely natural. But what I want to talk about in this segment is what to do about it. What I'd like to do is offer some suggestions of how to fight back against this. There are two fights. One that I hear from job seekers consistently, and I heard this even before COVID, is that if I'm unemployed for a certain amount of time, even for a short period of time, there's this kind of fuzzy discrimination and sometimes really blatant discrimination where they feel as if, they're being victim blamed. Like, why, like a, a, a hire manager is gonna grill me, this is what job was say, grill me as to why did I lose the job and get let go as opposed to this person, that person somewhere else. The inference is, I did something wrong. I'm not a strong performer. Maybe I did something really bad. Maybe I violated some rules. Maybe I had a fight with people there. Maybe I did something illegal immoral, unethical, the higher managers are starting to like, question. And then the longer the gap, the more they're like, huh, why, did, why are you out of work for so long? What happened? Was there anything wrong? What did you do? What did you do wrong? Come on, you did something. Something had to happen. Otherwise, you would have been chosen and you would have got a job already. If you haven't got a job by now, there's a problem. And that's the tone. Now, put yourself in the spots, even if you're not long-term unemployed because this probably happens anyway to you if you're short-term unemployed. You, you start feeling a complex, like maybe they're right, maybe, maybe my boss is sabotaging, my former boss is sabotaging. Maybe co-workers or former co-workers are launching a campaign because they don't like me to sabotage my, you know, my chances at the next job. Maybe it's just bad luck. Maybe you start ruminating about anything and everything that happened and what brought you to this place. So now think about If you're going for an interview, you're carrying this baggage. You're bringing this baggage to the interview. So think about who is going to do better in an interview. Someone who's currently employed, happily employed, but looking for a better opportunity more money. And if they don't get the job, that's okay. They'll go back to work. Or somebody now who's been out of work for a month, two months, three months, six months, seven months, eight months, not getting any bites, not getting a lot of interviews, then when you get the interview, do you think you're gonna come across as confident as the person who has a job? Probably not. Most likely not. You're probably gonna be nervous, worried, you'll be a nervous wreck. It'll be hard to suppress all the stuff that you feel. I've heard from job seekers all the time where they can't help it, but the the hiring manager, even maybe empathetically, will ask something about, you know, what happened at your last job, why you're there, and, and, and they'll have a nice tone. So you kind of open up, and as you're opening up, you realize it, it's coming across maybe not so flattering of my past company, my past supervisor, my coworkers. And now the higher managers go, oh, I see why you're in, they're not going to say this, but they're it, some will say it. Ah, now I, know why now I know why you haven't found something because you have an attitude, you're kind of a problem. I'm, I'm glad I didn't hire you because I dodged a bullet. So then the next interview you go on, you're a mess. Because you're like, oh my God, am I going to blow this one too? So I can understand why people end up being long-term unemployed. Companies are a little sus. Why, are you, why were you the one who got let go? Which is completely wrong. And inappropriate just to assume that victim blaming victim shaming when you interview you're kind of worried because you mentally you're, you're sacking yourself out thinking what happened what you know did someone do something you just, uh, you just don't even know what to think anymore so that when you go in you're not yourself you're not your best version of yourself you're nervous you're resentful you're frightened you're just concerned nothing's gonna happen then I didn't even bring up the Part of this, the monetary things, unemployment only lasts usually for 26 weeks. So if you're 27 weeks, you've kind of blown through it. The safety net is gone. And for most people, even the unemployment doesn't cover what you earned. It's just just kind of sort of healthy. So you lost that, you've been eating into your savings for the last six, seven months, you dipped into your emergency funds, you're not sure how you're going to pay rent, how you're going to pay the mortgage, car payments, kids' tuition, then you're in that baggage in too. That's a heavy load. And even if you don't realize it, it comes across in interviews. So here's my game plan. Here's what I suggest. First thing you have to do, and file this under, yeah, easy for you to say, Jack. I get it. What I'd like you to do is take a deep breath. Take a step back and just just, just take time to grieve what happened and process what happened. A lot of times when people lose their jobs, they rush headlong into a job search. Losing a job, and I don't mean to be dramatic about it's like losing somebody. You go through denial, you go through grief, anger, resentment, I don't know all the other official terms, but then finally acceptance. Losing a job is like that. You can't just ignore it. You can't just walk it off or pretend it didn't happen. What you need to do is just come to terms with it. Look back and think what did I do right? What did I do wrong? Like a post mortem, ask people who you trusted the company did I do anything wrong? Was it, did I, maybe I didn't, uh, my tone, my personality, my work? and I just didn't notice it, maybe even ask your former boss. Say, hey, this is not for litigation, just talk honestly, I just want to know, so I want to go for another interview. I kind of uh, understand what happened. Think about it yourself, what you've done. I would bet you more often than not, it just is what it is. With 65, 66, 67 million Americans who lost their jobs since mid-March, it's not unlikely that you lost your job because it's across the board. So the odds are it's nothing you did wrong. It's the circumstances. And then some people are lucky; they can find a job quickly. Some not so lucky. It takes a long time. And when I say lucky, sometimes it does boil down to that. It's just like life, a lot of things are you in the right place at the right time, or in the wrong place in the wrong time. You know, you're, in a, you're you know you're in the right place at the right time, and you met the person who later becomes your spouse, and you have a family and a whole life together. If you weren't at that place at the right time, maybe that never would have happened. You're in the wrong place at the wrong time, and you get hit by your car. I don't mean, again, to be dramatic, but these things happen in life. So a lot is out of your control. Process what what happened to you. Come to grips with it. But then also, I would suggest, forgive anybody that you're still mad at. You know, if you're holding this grudge, this vendetta against your former boss, your coworkers, the company, let it go. And do the same for yourself. Stop blaming yourself, criticize yourself, let it go. Take some time, do some hobbies, go to the gym, take a run, do yoga, go on your bicycle, get a punching bag. Whatever it is you need to decompress, pull back, get your head together. Start taking better care of yourself mentally, health, your health, the way you eat. If you're drinking too much, stop it. If you're you're taking too much, taking both prescription and uh, non-prescription drugs, lay off of it. You just wanna kind of use a little bit of time to heal and get get yourself back back in mental, emotional, physical shape. Once you've done that, you wanna then come back hard. You want to have an action plan. Forget about all the months that nothing worked. Where the time period, the elections are over, it's gonna be a new a new era, a new time. And this is not politics, it's just a change. Whenever you have a change of an administration, even if it's not as acrimonious as it was this, this election cycle, these are how these things go. It's just, it's a new dawn, if you will. So you have this opportunity to look at things fresh, come back strong, have, Put together a plan, even if you were doing these things before, double down on it. Build your network up, keep building it up, get in touch with everyone in your network, get active on LinkedIn, get active on all these different Zoom meetups, like the We Meetup calls that we have, so you can meet different people, get ideas, get different tips. Try to socialize and meet as many people as you you're possible, don't be afraid to let them know that you're out of work, you're looking for a job, you need help. Do that with vigor. Don't let up. Keep going. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. You just want to have this attitude. I'm going to make it happen. Sometimes, if, if your back is against the wall and you think everything is lost, that's when you got to go out and fight. That's when you get back up, you get back in the ring, and you don't give up, and you keep moving forward, and you don't, and you don't stop. Do your networking. Work on your resume. Work on your LinkedIn profile. Market yourself. Brand yourself on LinkedIn. Speak to anybody, everybody who you can think of to get a, to get to get a job lead. Get in touch with people at the companies. Don't be afraid if you have to cold call. This is this is this is time now. That's it. You gotta make it happen. Enough. You gotta move forward. Start kicking ass. Making things happen. Now, if time goes on and you can't, it doesn't seem like nothing. Like it's still not clicking. Well. Then you got a decision to make. You have to decide, am I in an industry? Maybe I'm in hospitality. I'm in the airlines industry. I'm in the hotels industry. I'm in an industry in the the restaurant industry and, and it's not coming back. It doesn't look like it's coming back. Maybe it can come back in another six months. We don't know. So maybe it's time to reinvent yourself. Maybe you have to say, you know what? I've got to take a temporary job just to make ends meet, to get some money coming in, to get some healthcare coverage, Maybe you want to reinvent yourself. You've always, maybe you always want to do something different. And now this is the time. This is the kick in the pants where you can say, okay, you know what? I always wanted to be a teacher. I always wanted to fill in the blank. Well, now's the time to do it because you've tried everything else. that's not working. Try, try this route. The common theme, the common underlying theme is this. You have to figure something out and you have to take action and you have to move forward. The time is over to feel bad, to feel sorry for yourself, to be angry at the people who maybe put you in this spot to begin with, because that's not gonna help matters. The only things that will help matters is to take action. And I know it's not easy, it's really super hard. It's hard, the older you get, the harder it is. If you have a family and you have expenses, it's very hard, because you keep thinking, well, I was making X at this, you know, my last job, but if I reinvent myself, Jack, or pivot to something else, Jack, I'm gonna make a quarter of it, how am I gonna do it? I don't know. But these are the things you're going to have to start working out because as the time goes on and you're out of work longer and longer, unfortunately, the statistics do show that there is discrimination. There is prejudice. They're going to, they're going to be questioned. There's going to be a suspect. So you want to fill in that gap. So even if it's going back to school, doesn't mean you give up on your trip, going back to the same role, type of role you had before. You can still do it. This is not mutually exclusive. You can you can do all of them at the same time. For instance, you can say, "Hey, I'm gonna keep looking for the jobs in my industry because I love my industry. I want to stay there." All right, keep doing everything, powerful. But at the same time, let me think. I always also wanted to do you know be a teacher, so let me start laying the groundwork to what it takes to be a teacher. Um, I want to uh, reinvent myself as um, you know something even different that that may take go back to school, starting from scratch. I always wanted to open up a business. Juggle those because if you have a few things in the works something might work something might play play out you could also take a job short term just to get your head on straight because you're just sitting sitting home day in day out day in day out it wears on you now you could be home anyway because that's how these jobs are now but at least you could be on zoom calls with different people you can interact with other people you could have a chance of making something happen or you get a job that you know in a kind of an essential job that you're out there interacting with people. So at least you get your mind off your worries and anxiety. You can focus on something, get some health care coverage, get some money coming in. So the overall strategy is this. It's really twofold. If you boil it down, it's twofold. It does seem from the data that people who have been out of work for a long time are having a hard time getting back to work. And I can tell you from speaking to job seekers, even way before COVID, this was always an issue. And it's unfair, it's wrong. It's one of those discriminations people don't talk about. One of these prejudices people don't talk about, but it exists. And for some reason, it's okay. There's no, to my knowledge, there's no laws against it. And it happens. So then the two things I'm talking about is this, given that framework, you have to come to terms with it. Because until you come to terms with it, you may not notice it, but ask your family, friends, former colleagues when you interview and you're carrying this around it's gonna come out in the interview unless you're the best actor or actress ever it's gonna come out we're not wired if you're working in a white collar corporate world for the last 20 years and now you have to go in there and all of a sudden become this actor or actress who could sell themselves on how awesome they are and great when, they, when they're not really feeling it very few could pull that off so you have to take care of yourself you have to get your head together. You have to get your act together. You have to forgive everybody for whatever they've done that maybe put you here and forgive yourself. Because then you can feel better when you get out there. You wanna give it everything again. Just try all over again with as much gusto, as much of, give it everything you can, to leave everything on the field. If it still doesn't work, start incorporating a plan B, reinventing yourself, pivoting somewhere to another job, finding out your skills and what you're good at and where it can bring you to another sector. Maybe yours is just 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 crushed, but there's something else that's hot and then you could cross over. Look into that. It's gonna take a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of mental and emotional strength, but you can do it. There's just look at it this way. There's really no alternative. Because what are you gonna do? Either just Throw up your hands to give up? That's really not an option. Unless you're independently wealthy, and maybe you are, you know? And it's like, hey, I'll just retire and that's it. But for the vast majority of people, you have to find a way to summon up that strength, that courage, and just make it happen. It's not easy, it's gonna be hard, but I'm confident you're gonna do it. I'm confident things are gonna get better, we're gonna get past COVID, the economy is going to go chugging back to where it was. The job market is going to get even better. When I said we lost the $10 million, whatever that is, we're going to make it up. It'll take time, but it's going to happen. And if you're not actively engaged, you're going to miss it. So you've got to get in there. you got to give it everything you have. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the recruiter podcast. If you want to check out other great content from WeCruiter, make sure to visit us at WeCruiter.io. That's W-E-C-R-U icr.io. We offer tons of great resources for job seekers and professionals, so make sure to check us out today.